Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 36. I'm Todd, this is AJ. Yo! And you know my style. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I actually switched it up myself. I usually go, hello, when I said yo instead, because I thought, you know what, let's be How Scott many Hall viewers week. do you think we lose immediately at, during our intro? That's a great idea. It makes me actually I heard wonder how many Scott people Hall, go way. into it. People are like, what's this? And then they hear this and they go, <laughs> <laughs> This seems cool. These guys have no clue what they're doing. Anyway, um, yeah, excited to be back. 36 episodes in. That's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, what? I guess we should go into this. Watch this. I'm about to go professional. Hey, so what's Real Talk? Real Talk web series is an opportunity for us to discuss God, life, the Bible, our faith, and how it all intermixes. Mm. Um, up above, you're going to see a link, www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. Click that link. A form-fillable box will come up. That's typing. Yeah. Hit your question, hit submit, and it will go into a database, completely anonymous, couldn't find you if we wanted to. Nope. Try often. So, um, yeah, those go in. And so essentially in this series, for the most part, we tend to answer questions that come in Yes. Uh, the best we can. We don't promise to have all the right answers all the time, but we do promise to take them seriously. And if nothing mm. else, hopefully it pushes you and drives you to the Bible um, and to God. In prayer to find those answers. So yes, that's pretty much the gist of it. Yep. We also have a couple of other things that I like to let everyone know is coming out in case they get confused. You're going to see on Wednesdays. Is that what we decided? Yes, so, Wednesdays. Yeah, we have what's called real. Is it just quick clips? Yep, quick clips. You'll see quick clips. So, uh, in case you know you're not going to watch this whole thing, which why wouldn't you? Yeah, but in case now. you don't, um, you'll see little quick clips, two to three minutes, two to five probably. Yeah, we'll be talking five. about something that maybe people missed or something we think could be beneficial. Absolutely. So those will be coming out. And then on Thursdays, we go live. Live. Facebook live. We go, we go live. We interact with you um, directly. That's and right. answer those. And it's fun. <laughs> yes, it is. It is a lot of fun. Also above, if you want to donate to this ministry directly, you'll see a link, www.theremnant.life slash give. You can give yes. from your phone, one time reoccurring, and we can tell you this, it goes directly into this ministry. That's right. We like to do fun things on the live sessions, but we need funds for it sometimes. Yeah, and also like a lot of our, our, our there's my southern, <laughs> our ideas that are coming out for the studio itself. Oh yeah. Which, it's... I know we keep saying this, I'm very, very excited, I anticipate truly this week the order going in for our new chairs. Yes. So that this web series visually will look different from a live. Yeah. That's right. And then we also, um, I've actually started writing it. Um, no idea what you're going to say. Yep. So we're actually going to be doing a Kickstarter soon, and we're actually have an intro video yeah. for it to so kind of draw people in. So uh, we're actually going to be filming a Kickstarter video here soon. And yes, I'm very we are. excited. I'm excited about that as well. So um, we typically start this off. Listen, I'm going to tell you guys right now. For some reason, sometimes, I get what I call the giggles. Yeah, you do. And I once they start, I can always tell because this happens. And then my mind starts thinking of funny things. So when this happens, I'm going to do my best to keep going. Yep. Um, and it just happened. What because I could. Well, I thought <laughs> you had made a comment that I'm writing this Kickstarter, which then I made a face. Uh -huh. And I started thinking about things I would say to you. Oh, because man. you, uh, as usual, you know. Make it seem as though this idea is entirely yours. And then I thought of a, a quick little quip that I was going to say, and it made me laugh. And then I started thinking of all these other things. You should have just said it. It would have been And fun. then I went on five minutes about it. Anyway, <laughs> I just wanted you guys to know 
that's what I'm doing. So typically, though, what we do is we start by just kind of talking about our week. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we do themed episodes, but recently, like today, we have four questions we're yes. actually going to dive into. But before we do that, mm-hmm. how's your week been? Busy. Um, and I'm sure you probably you can probably agree with that. Um, a lot of stuff happening right now uh, in church and just even you know in our personal lives, just a lot going on. So um, trying to maintain um, just a steady you know line of just making sure I am not you know what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure. Overwhelmed. Sure, overwhelmed's a good word for lack for lack of better words. Overwhelmed. Just try not to get overwhelmed by it, and because you know, usually when I get overwhelmed, I can tend to um, not shut down, but I can just I tend to slow down a lot, mm-hmm. and then before you know, it, I'm behind, and then I feel even more stressed mm. because I'm behind. Yeah, so, um, just very busy this week uh, overall. Uh, spiritually, I felt really good though. I felt a lot of peace, um, which is good. Um. <laughs> you know what's funny? I just gotta say this. I can literally tell when you're trying without even looking, because I'll be like talking into the camera, and then I can see you like looking like. Because I know I'm not trying. It looks like I'm trying to distract you. I'm trying not to. Anyway, I know. It's spiritually. Just I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Um. So yes, I'm feeling good spiritually. Um, and it comes to me. It comes at a great time. And I think a big thing is you have really. Your sermons lately have just been hitting like right in the face so hard, hmm. but in the best way. I've been feeling so convicted, and they've been so moving. So I just want—I also want to say Thanks, thank man. you Appreciate because you just. Man. Sometimes I'm like, well, it's gone. No, nah, man, you're, dude, you're doing so well. You're killing it. And uh, for people who haven't seen this guy preach yet, I really, I, I suggest you come check us out sometime for real. That's not even just because he's my pastor; it's because he's awesome. Um, and he, he, he's changed my life. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, man, I just, I've been feeling moved lately, uh, from, you know, your messages, you know, so I'm feeling good overall though. Doing good. It's awesome, man. Yeah, I would agree. We have a lot, um, a lot going on mm. the process of moving. Yep. Not the church personally. Um, so that'll be starting today. And then on top of that. We have so much going on here <laughs> yeah. at the church itself. Mm-hmm. So all at once, to let people know, we are building. Our youth room got completely revamped, and there's still um, quite a... I would say, if I go by funds and stuff, we've got about a fourth of it left before that's finished mm-hmm. for this stage. Our children's area is getting all new stuff. like that. So youth itself and then children's area... Um, we're putting, it's a long story, we have some stuff outdoors that we have to do. Um, Insurance-wise, it's a strange thing. But anyway, that that has to be done this week. And then, anyone that knows me, and sometimes I'm actually convicted about this. I'm, I'm a dreamer, and I get excited about dreaming. And I get excited about, if I see an, a hole, or a need, or something that could benefit people, I want to, you know this. Mm-hmm. I'll come up with an idea, and then I'll be like, alright, let's do this tomorrow. Because I get just so excited about it. And that can be a good thing, but sometimes I'm afraid that I'm pushing or putting too much on people, mm-hmm. like on our congregation as a whole. So sometimes mm-hmm. I have to wrestle with that. But there's a lot of things that we're wanting to get done, too. Now, we have a church filled with dreamers oh, yeah. that want to do stuff, too. So it's not like they're sad or anything. But, mm-hmm. man, we have a lot going on. So we've got a new men's program I just kind of announced that I'm really excited about. Yes, me too. Lionheart. You'll it's check awesome. it out. It's going to be so great. So we'll see. That's going up. Um. 
yeah, I, you know, a, a new sermon series, a couple that we're wanting to do, but in order to do them, we need, for instance, those chairs. Right, you got to film up. them. It's which, right. Uh, I don't know, just a lot going on. And then in my own personal life, I have a list. So the way I do things, I have a to-do list. Yep. Sounds ridiculous, but it's helpful. And then yeah, I have a personal to-do list. Well, when those are both full, that becomes stressful. Mm -hmm. So, but that being said, I also love that kind of energy. It's weird. I, you probably know this about me. I function best, not in chaos necessarily, but when things are just... When there's because, going yeah, on, because yeah. my mind works that way. And mm -hmm. in fact, sometimes my problem can be if there's slow periods, I'm like, you're like, yeah, what well, do I, yeah, yeah, exactly. What's going on? Why, why yeah. isn't there a billion yeah. things happening? Yeah. <laughs> so spiritually, on the other hand, I would say, it's funny that you said that. Because a lot of times lately when, I, when I've had messages that I've delivered sermons or whatnot, um, I don't know. I, I, God is so good. Right, so I can feel like something is not impactful. Mm -hmm. I know I'm supposed to still, still supposed to. I'll do it. It may impact me, but I feel like it's not impactful. Excuse me. And then you know, so it's really encouraging to hear when it is. But it's a weird dynamic because I may, f I wouldn't, I'm not down spiritually or anything, but it's one of those things where you know maybe. Maybe I don't feel, I don't know how to even put it into words. Mm. It's not bad, so I probably shouldn't even talk about it. Mm -hmm. Spiritually, I'm doing okay. I've really been wrestling a lot with, and talking with God and working through this idea that, you know, for instance, in First um, John, I believe, I've said this before, it says, when we come to Him, I'm paraphrasing, we come to Him and confess our sins, He is faithful to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Hmm. So I think about that in my own life when I mess up. I tend to, when I mess up in whatever ways that is, yeah. I tend to immediately get afraid, immediately get anxious, and immediately like I'm waiting for God to drop the hammer because he doesn't, I live under this lie sometimes, he doesn't, I know he wants to give you good, right. but he doesn't want to give me good, and he does it because of Jesus, but the moment I mess it up, well, taking that back. Right. So what's been interesting is the Holy Spirit ministering to me, I believe in a way, in which when I pray about whatever and I talk, that that comes to my mind, you know, almost like the Lord is saying to me, I don't mean this audibly, people are going to but hey, I meant what I said, it's finished, it's over, it's right. done. And if I live out of that, my life is free and I live the good life, which we've talked about. Mm. When I don't live in that, when I don't trust him, then I'm scared and I'm anxious because I'm looking around every corner waiting for the, the hammer to fall. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So... It's kind of been this this process lately of, man, just accepting the fact that I just, I'm not good on my own, but I'm good in Him, mm -hmm. and in that is rest yes, and joy and peace and all those things that He promises. And that seems really simple probably and on the surface, but I when I live it, yep. I, I don't know how to put it into words, man, but I'm telling you, I think it's like I'm onto something. That I can't quite grasp yet, or like I'm seeing, it, I, I walk it. out of room and I see something move by real quick, and I'm like, "That's right, someone's you see there." It. You see it off in the distance, yeah. but it's blurry. So it's almost. So I think there's something big there, for me personally, but also for us as Christians. And we, I think a lot of people say it, but for me, internalizing the idea that my standing, my identity, all of those things. You know, I've been talking about this a lot lately. Probably those of you know it too, mm. but it's completely secure. Yep. Because of Jesus. And when I live in that, man, it's so freeing. And mm. 
if I can only live my life in that the majority of the time instead of probably little pieces. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I I feel like I live the same way. I actually generated a question for me personally. So when, because you mentioned messing up, right? Yeah. So and whatever that is, right? Right. And this can be anything, like mess, just messing up in general. Um, Why do you think we tend? Because we talk about living through joy, like living in joy, right? Yeah. So when you mess up, why do you think we? There's almost this natural obligation that we have to be like depressed for a That's moment. so good. Or we have to be, or like Why we have to have this, this some sort of negative reaction. Because I do it, you know. If if I feel like I've messed up, or you know, if someone's like, "Hey, man, like this is what's going on," you know, and they're trying to make me better, I always feel like I almost am because I truly feel that, but I almost feel obligated. That I have to be like, "Yep," you know. Why is that? I have asked myself this question all the time. I actually wrote about it um, in my in something once, uh-huh. and I remember distinctly. Right, I think that what I do, and I, I, I'm not speaking for you, what I tend to do is is two. I think there's two levels for me. Mm-hmm. One is going to sound ridiculous, and I'm not consciously doing this. It's just when I when I've asked myself what you just said. Yeah. One is maybe if I show him that I feel bad enough, he won't have to punish me anymore. Mm. Right. So like if I grovel. If I'm miserable, then he, then maybe I can prove to him and he won't take away the good they, things. Like they believe you almost. Yes. Like, like I have to talk to him and believe it. The other side of it is, is is that, again, and we've talked about this, is that people, human beings do not forgive the way that he does. Yeah. So we, when, when you break some, when you wrong someone, you break their trust, how often is it that they, when you go to them and say, I'm sorry, I truly didn't mean it, they go, well, I know your heart, I love you and it's okay, let's move on. Right, that doesn't happen. So yeah, we not, tend to not view not that naturally. with God, you know. So you're, and I th- and I also think we live in fear of, of him giving up on us. Mm. So then, like, what do you think? Like, what would it look like then to? How how would a joyful reaction be in those moments? Like, have you ever came to a conclusion on that or an idea? It's really interesting you're asking because of where I've been. I, I have mm-hmm. I have legitimately, I don't talk about this stuff often because I feel like I have to be on and mm-hmm. no one really asks me questions. <laughs> so it's in, so I can share this. I think about it a lot. Mm. I think that joyful response to me is when I mess up, if I believe God is here, mm-hmm. right here, yeah, with me, it is turning to him and saying, I'm sorry, and confessing that and repentance. And repentance involves, depending on the situation, mm-hmm. it also involves action, right? It involves turning away. It involves something it's it's recognition of that it was wrong but then but then accepting what he says to be true and letting go of the shame and the fear because when you let go of shame and fear it's like that stuff's an anchor that stops you from having joy right so for me it's almost like if i'm, I'm in water right life yeah. is water when i feel when i mess up that's an anchor and it's pulling me down mm-hmm. repentance is is going to god and saying help me i'm sorry he cuts the anchor and I get to bob back to the top and breathe again and have joy. So a joyful response is is not so much what you do like in the moment. It's not so much, yeah, it's not so much, because I think conviction and a sorrow for your sin is good. Gotcha. Right? That shows the heart of God. But once you come to him, it's letting go of it. Mm-hmm. Reminds me a lot of David. You know, there's a, when David sinned, um, and he did a lot, but when the prophet, I believe it was Nathan, came to him and told him a story about to an analogy and you know well, that person deserves to die and then the prophet said to him you are that person 
Okay, so when that happens, David's like, oh my gosh, I repent. What have I done? He says, it's kind of a sad thing. He goes, listen, you're not going to die, but this baby that came out of this sin is going to pass away. Baby's born, it's sick, and it says David mourned, right? He was sad. As soon as the baby passed away, this is weird, he woke up the next day, put oil on his face, cleaned up, and stopped. And they're like, why would you stop? Why are you not mourning anymore? And he said, when I was mourning, like, the, my baby is gone and is with the Lord now. It's over. Mm. Right? It's over. And and it's symbolic to me because it's almost like when you're in that stuff, you mourn. But once you, you know, God's not sitting there waiting to just keep hammering you over and over and over again. That's so good, man. That actually just kind of put a picture in my head. It actually reminds me of my favorite verse, Romans 13, 12. You know, it talks about, you know, the night is far spent, the day is at hand. You know, therefore, you know, cast you know cast off the, the works of those that darkness and put on the armor of light. Like every day is a new a new. You know, it's a new chapter. It's a new uh, opportunity. You mm-hmm. know, so that actually makes sense. You know, to you can mourn in that moment, and you you know you can be sad that you messed up, but that you know whether that's the next hour or the next day or whatever it is, you know, that's a new opportunity to go. Okay, I'm gonna do it right. You know, and that and that deserves joy. You know? Well, and, and joy in the sense that you the debt's been paid. One of the things that I don't say this to everyone because I think they beat themselves up even more. But for me, sometimes I feel like. When I hold on to that after I've went to him, mm-hmm. I'm not trusting that what he said is true. Mm. And I am holding on to something that he died for. How arrogant of me. Whew. Right? Like he he died for it and I'm saying that wasn't enough. I have to punish myself. Mm. I have to that's that's so I mean that's like looking at the cross and he said it's finished and I said no it's not. You're right. right? Uh, that that's what it's like, mm-hmm. and so I don't live in that all the time, though, because I it's just. But you want to really know what the truth of it is, man. For me, and I can confess this. I don't think we consciously do it. It's arrogance. It is. I want to control my forgiveness and my salvation, so I want to mm-hmm. feel better about it. Right? If I if I do something to you, so so I steal from you fifty bucks. Okay. If I pay you back a hundred, then you don't have anything over me anymore. Right. In my own mind, like I feel good, I've paid you back plus some. I'm a good guy. I think we try to do that with God. That we mess sense. up, and I try to pay him back and say, "Hey, I don't owe you. I paid it back. I've been good for two weeks now." Yeah. And that's 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 the it's it's an arrogant mindset, man. It's not understanding. This is what I try to get people to understand, and and you and I just talked about this. Um, someone I'm gonna say accused. They weren't being mean, but they said, "You know, Todd, I feel like you connect with certain people and have." A tenderness with certain people who who mess up a lot and are like kind of this and that and you don't for these other people and I I took that serious. Mm-hmm. I really did. I was like, well, I don't want to be that way. But what I've come to realize, I just told you yesterday, is I tend to connect with people who recognize who and what they are. Yep. They don't make excuses for their mistakes and their sin because there are is no excuse that makes it okay. Nope. However, in that. Those are the people that truly, most of the time, truly understand what the gospel is. Amen. Right? Because there's a beauty in understanding when Paul says, of sinners, I am the worst of these. It's not about hating yourself. It's about saying, but in my own, I am, the, I am terrible, but I'm not my own. 
I'm his, and mm-hmm. because of him, I am something. Does that make sense? Yep. Or am I getting nope, too? Nope, that's hundred percent. I yep, I get it. So those people I connect with sometimes because those are the people that like I can almost cry right now thinking about those. That's beautiful. Those people are beautiful. Not the not the people that want to justify it, mm-hmm. you know, and and come up with. I mean, there are reasons. There's there's times to share why we do things. Sure. And to understand it. But sometimes it's just a matter of saying, I took my eyes off of Jesus and I messed up and I don't want to live in that. And people don't want to allow that, you know, and I don't know, man, this gets all deep to me. Like I've Mm -hmm. been searching lately. It's almost like I've been searching saying, Lord, I'm going to, I have to know if this is real again to myself. And I, I have to strip away these things that we've been told in Christianity. And like, because some of them don't make sense. They're not biblical. They're not these this cultural things we live in, and I don't even know if I should be saying this in real talk. Cause I'm gonna mess people with people's heads. Cause if you don't know me, it's real talk. This, this these are deep things. These mm-hmm. are weighty things, man. Yep. Like, you know, the culture of this is okay and this isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, the I, something I wrestle with a lot is how we're okay. We and I'm I'm seeing me as a church, as long as people have the appearance of godliness. And that verse is so powerful to me, man. It says, you have the appearance of godliness, but you deny its power, right? Like, and we do that. And and some of that's okay. Like, but why can't you? And Jesus said this to the Pharisees. He said, you know, clean the inside. Of what? Quit neglecting the former, right? Like, do them both. He says, you give a tenth of your income. You do all these things for show, but you don't care about the things of the Lord, justice, mercy, and all these things. And then he says, you should have done the one without get, neglecting the latter, right? Like, mm-hmm. you should have done both. And I think sometimes, man, it's scary to me. I'm talking to me, people, so don't get offended. Like, I don't want to be okay with that, right? Because the standard isn't whether all the people in the church say that I'm doing it right. But that can go the other way, too. There are people who struggle with things that are outward. Let's, let's, let's say you're an alcoholic. You're right. And that's a real thing. Absolutely. Right? I mean, you can be so deep into that. That it physically is a physical need, yep. you know, that you have to beat. So let's say you're that, and there's a guy fighting, and he falls, and he gets back up, and he falls. And who am I to say he doesn't care, and he doesn't want us to follow Jesus because he fails? That's right. Right? I mean, Peter failed. Dude, it drives me nuts that we ignore this stuff. Like, not only did P- Peter, it, it wasn't just the times that he denied Christ mm-hmm. when he was, the three times. People forget that Jesus had to look at Peter and say, get behind me, Satan. That's right. That was early on, right? Or that, you know, he chops the ear off and, he, and Jesus kind of looks at him and goes, have you not followed me this entire time? Like, why mm-hmm. would you do this? He chopped the guard's ear off. And then later, people forget this part. Paul had to go challenge Peter again after Pentecost and after all these things because he started f- sliding into, he was acting one way to the Jews and another way to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And Paul's like, you, clearly you need to quit doing this. Mm-hmm. So like coming back to it, we will see these people and call them saints. But you see a guy, let's say, struggling with alcoholism and he'll get judged in the church. But what about that arrogant guy? You know, what about that guy who, I don't know, man, I just. It's not about the results, man. It's about the response. And like, yeah, but that scares people because they think I'm saying it's okay. Right. And we're, yeah. But the thing about it is I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying it's not my job to fix it. Nope. I don't know. This probably got way too heavy. I love it. Uh, I don't personally. I don't care if it's too heavy. I think people need to hear these things. But I also don't want to say half sentences and people like 
you know me, so this is real talk, and you you can track along with what I'm saying. I don't mm-hmm. want to lose people. So sometimes I literally feel like I'm talking to you guys live, and I want to have this dialogue. Mm. It's not that those things aren't good and real. So it is good to, you know, do the big to not do the big sins, right? The things yeah. we call big. Yes, you don't commit adultery, don't mm. commit sexual sin, don't murder, don't murder, don't yeah. kill, don't steal, don't. All those things are good, but don't be good at those, and then neglect mercy and justice and forgiveness That's and right. love and all these other things that you know first Corinthians 13 sounds so cute and good and it is until you realize that what it's actually saying hey if you could um if you can speak in prophecy if you can move literally move a mountain he says this is a crazy verse he says if you have faith to move a mountain but don't have love it's worthless yep right do we live like that? Do I live like that? I don't know, man. I don't know if I live like that. And you know what's... That's I'll show you an even greater way, Paul says. Oh, hey, do people speak in tongues? Do people prophesy? Do they, are they apostles? Do they teach? Do all these things? Oh, you want those gifts? Let me tell you a gift that's even better that you already have access to. Mm. <laughs> that's what's so beautiful about Christ, though, wow. man, is... You know, this is something that you said earlier on in my walk that really hit me was, you know, it's... It's so important to admit that you don't always do that because that's that's the beauty in grace and it's the beauty in Christ that he died. You know, Christ works with those kind of people, the people who are willing to say, you know what, like you said, do I do it all the time? No. He goes, okay. <laughs> but the people who say, yes, I do, but they don't, I can can't see. work with them. That's right. I can see. Mm-hmm. And since they, since they can see, he can't help them. You know? Yeah, because they can't admit... They can't admit what they are. And again, people want to say, well, you admitting that means you're comfortable staying there. No, it doesn't. No. Like, why? Oh, man, sometimes I literally feel like I confess this. And I love the church. I do. Mm -hmm. But man, if I wasn't really saved, if the Holy Spirit wasn't real, if it wasn't in me, if I couldn't be on a shadow of a doubt, I don't... It's hard, man. We are are jerks sometimes. And we being Christians. And we just... We're... God, I don't know. It goes back to that saying, we just got to be better. But see, here's where I get convicted. Being better, we need to be better starts with me being better. That's right. Right? And I got to focus on me because I can get frustrated all day long. But, you know, Jesus, take the plank out of your own eye. Yeah. Right? And I got to take that plank out of my eye so that when I point out the splinter in yours, we can all be (laughs) getting that stuff out. That's right. That's so good, man. There's probably a lot of people who have no clue what you're talking about. That's okay. <laughs> if you were with us, you're with us. You That's right. It. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> we should probably try to answer a couple of these. Yeah, yeah. We're probably running pretty long here because that was that, that was so good. Well, we can only I, I mean, we can I just answer it. a couple then. Oh, sure. Um, I would say that the other one and then this one, if we're only going to do two, these more, we'll answer it. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll go first because I've talked a lot. So I answered. <laughs> Is treating mental disorders with medication biblically correct? Most days I pray and it helps, but some days I feel ashamed at the thought of trying to treat my anxiety with pills when prayer isn't working. Some days my anxiety is so debilitating, the thought of taking, I'm sorry, the thought of something as simple as taking a pill is tempting. Is the devil tempting me or a solution sent to me through prayer? Or is this a solution sent to me through prayer? Um, try to keep this, let's see. So I don't, me personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking medication. I don't. Um. And I like the idea they kind of said, like, is that a solution through prayer? I think that's a possibility, yeah. Um, 
do I think people can abuse those things? Yes. Um, so you have to be careful. Um, but no, it's not, I don't think it's a sin or any sort of, you know, I don't think it's bad to take medication for anxiety. Um, do I think there can be times where that anxiety can be washed away through living it out the way we were supposed to? Yes, but, you know, um, we're also very broken. <laughs> so I guess to keep it short, no, I don't think that's bad. No, you know, it's is it wrong for a cancer patient to take chemotherapy no. or radiation or medication? No, you know, all of this stuff, we don't take emotional and mental disorders as serious as we do physical. It's an odd thing. I so agree. our sin has infected a lot of things. Um, like our body, we know sickness and disease what isn't part right. of God's design. That's what we kind of brought. Then it's the same thing with anxiety and stuff. And um, particularly what I think is beautiful about this person even more, mm -hmm. do I think sometimes we neglect the spiritual aspect of it? Sure. But you did it right. Like the first thing this person did, whoever mm -hmm. you are, is you went to God in prayer. Which is awesome. Like you, that pleases him. Mm -hmm. And then... You know, absolutely. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Um, and, and certainly you say, some days I feel ashamed at the thought of trying to treat my anxiety with pills when prayer isn't working. Well, first of all, prayer is working all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and, and could it very well be that the God's answer is you need to, to go get some help, you know, for a little while? Yeah, I think that's entirely possible. Yep. Um, also, I, you know, shame. I don't believe shame. When I, I don't think shame is of God. No. Um, when I look in scripture, the first negative emotion felt by humanity was shame. After the fall, it says they looked down, saw they were naked and were ashamed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, a sh you know, shame makes us hide. Shame makes us uh, focus on what we're not instead of who we are. Mm. And I don't believe that's what God wants. So, uh, you know, absolutely. I think it's worth looking into. And I think sometimes... You know, anxiety, I've, I've had my struggles with it. You know this. And I remember telling some of you guys that it was like a switch had been flipped. And no matter what I did, like like an electric, you know, a light. And I couldn't get that switch to turn off. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that's wrong. And you certainly shouldn't feel ashamed. That's good. All right. Um, and you said this is probably your last one yeah, for the day. So. All right. So this one is also a lengthy one. My significant other uh, likes to watch porn. They are a believer. I, I read cards weird. I don't know why. Uh, there's a period after that. Now. I you probably should start this over. Yep. <laughs> I say I read cards so weird. I don't know why. Okay, let's try this again. My significant other likes to watch porn. They are a believer. I have I have told them that it's a sin and how it makes me feel several times. I focus more on how it makes me feel more than the sin. They still they still watch porn. They are actively serving in several ways at their church, and I don't want them to lose their position, but also don't know what to do since they won't listen to me. How can I help them when they won't listen to how it makes me feel? It, it doesn't seem like they want to stop doing it. This is one of those questions that if I answer real, is not, can be taken and twisted. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm going to do that because that's just what I do. Real talk. Uh, can I see that card real quick? Yeah. Just so I make sure. So, sure. Um, typically, um, well, first of all, I'm going to assume they tell you that they that they watch porn. Yeah. Um, this this question's tough because there's a lot of questions I was answered. Did they say they like to watch porn, or you're assuming they like to because they have watched porn and they watch porn? See, there's a difference there. Mm -hmm. Someone saying to you, "I'm not going to stop because I like watching porn," is different than someone that's saying to you, 
hey, I just, I'm gonna let you know, I watched porn today. Um, unless you are married to someone, by the way, and one I'm about to say is not Papa, I don't believe it's very wise to have your significant other as your accountability partner for pornography. Mm -hmm. I tell people that. If you're married, even then, I think it's really important to have someone of the same sex to talk to about this. That makes uh, sense. It just is. Um, particularly for men to women. Women struggle to understand this a lot of times. There are women that, that wrestle with pornography. And by the way, pornography is not just videos. It could be stories. It could be all those kinds of things, which um, applies to some stuff. But uh, it's not wise to do that. So the fact that this person's telling you, man, they must really value you. Uh, assuming they're coming at this as a confession. So I'm going to have to answer it two different ways. If they're coming at you and saying, I watch pornography. Guys do this a lot. I don't know why. They'll end up wanting to tell their girlfriends every time. Okay. Mm. So I think it's guilt. Um, so you go and you tell, let's say that's the situation. They come to you and they say, hey, I'm, I just want you to know I messed up and I watch pornography. And you tell them how you feel. And then a week later, they tell you the same thing. Hey, I watch pornography. And then you tell them how you feel. And then two weeks later, they tell you I watch pornography. Uh, you know, that's different. So well, let me answer that. So they do that. Have you asked them? Are they praying? Do they have an accountability partner that's not you? Uh, do they have, do they understand, um, you know, stop focusing on how it's making you feel even for a little bit and sharing the, what God says about it. Mm. Um, you know, that's good. It's, it's, it's not, pornography is so dangerous because it's like quicksand. When you get into it, or like a drug, it's been proven to do that. Mm -hmm. um, it kicks up endor or endorphins and dopamine and all these things in your brain, um, you know, and it, and it becomes addicting. Yep. So if they're battling it, and battling it means, you know, you're finding this out, they're telling you they don't like it, but they keep doing it, they keep fighting, um, I would definitely, tangible advice, ask them if they have an accountability partner. Ask them if they talk to their pastor or a church leader or someone in church who can um, and also, have you committed to praying for them? Hmm. Not just telling them when they mess up, but praying for them that God would enable them to, to overcome it, that he would put people in their lives that walk it out with them, that he would bring deep conviction that would, that would turn to action. That's awesome. Uh, however, if, so that, and, and I think you need to be careful not to condemn them um, because it's a, you know, it's a, Jesus said, if you look at a woman with lust or a man, right? If you're, you've already committed adultery with them in their heart, um, you know, it's it's lust and pornography and all those things are a tough battle to have these days. Um, so that's I think I gave tangible advice in there, right? Absolutely. If this person is saying to you, "I like you've you've caught them," you say, "I," and they say, "I like to watch it." I'm not changing it. That's a different issue. Yes. At that point, I would uh, you have to follow the Matthew 18 model. So you've come to them, you talk to them, they're not responding. You need to take someone else with you. That's going to be hard for you That's because they're your significant other. It's unfortunate because you probably shouldn't be in this. I would tell them that. I would say, hey, I'm going to have to go talk to you know, your best friend or someone mm -hmm. that you both. They need, it needs to be someone you both mutually know, not your dad, your <laughs> yeah. best friend. Yep. Somebody who has a relationship with both of you. Um, if that doesn't work, you said their church. Sounds like you don't go to church with them. Uh, I would then consider the possibility of getting a hold of a ministry leader or someone that yep. is over them and That's just good. sharing it not as a condemnation but saying, hey, they're in the midst of this. I can't get them to stop. They seem to not take it serious. Hmm. Um, and at that point, you allow that church leader to continue the process of Matthew 18. If you don't know what that process is, look it up. 
Um, it goes through, Jesus tells us how to handle sin within the church. So do you feel like I answered that in two yes. different scenarios? Yep, okay. absolutely. I think it's tough in these videos because you people could easily twist stuff, so you try to answer everything you possibly can. You try but, to cover all your bases. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, sure. It's, it, I'm going to tell you guys, it's very important and cool to have someone in, that you share these battles with, male yes. or female. I really, it's okay to tell your significant other that you struggle with it yes. in general, but I, I, this is my true advice, and I tell people in our church, and it's not about, I don't believe, unless you are married, and even then, um, you know, you should consider it, and, and maybe not do it every time, but you need to find someone of the same sex who can hold you accountable to that. Yes. Because they're not going to understand. It's too easy to bring your emotions in and say, mm -hmm. it has to do with some value in me. Mm. That makes sense? Very easy to do yeah. that. Absolutely. I agree. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, let them know about Thursday and we'll close up. Yes. This Thursday. Um, <laughs> we go live on Facebook. Real Talk Live. Come join us. Uh, full of shenanigans, fun times, live Q&A sessions. So have questions ready. If you want to ask something ahead of time and keep it anonymous, we will have a link above. And we also tend to post on the day of, usually, when I, when I remember. <laughs> I try to do it ahead of time. Uh, I'll have a reminder post. We'll also have the link, www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. Um, you guys can post that in there. It'll come to our database. This guy can look at it, and then we can answer it. Um, it too. Yeah. We also have a couple segments we do, and hopefully we're really, I mean, we're going to have some graphics hopefully this week, or if not this week, next week for sure. It's, it's so exciting. Uh, as you guys know, we do Remnant Roulette, which is that uh, we ask you guys a question, you guys answer it, you guys get put into a drawing, you can win a prize. It's exciting. You live out of state, doesn't matter. We'll mail it to you. Um, what else do we do? Oh, and then we also do Real Random, which is when lately it's been hot, uh, hot food tasting, but it's also open really other fun. avenues. Uh, we also do, uh, you know, we do like special foods, like we've had stuff from, you know, Japan. But we also, mm. we've also played games in the past too. And if you guys actually have any ideas or want to send us stuff that's to do, idea. whether that's food, games, anything like that, you can send it to us, uh, have someone you know give it to us, or if you just have an idea, you can also post it in the Real Talk thread. Um, yeah, absolutely. What so come join us. Show? Yeah, it starts at 9 p.m. Um, and we also have a new thing where we probably go on about five minutes before you guys can listen to some cool music uh, and hang with us before we're actually on. So that's cool. And that's 9 p.m. Eastern time, right? Yep. Eastern Standard. Eastern. Nice. Nine, yeah, because I, like I well, we got different well, states hey, now. It's true. It's right. Yep. 9 so whatever that Eastern is standard. for you. I don't know the other time zones. But, uh, <laughs> so come join us. Awesome. Hey, yep, that, you pretty much said it all. We appreciate you guys up above. Again, you have a link if you'd like to donate to this ministry, www.theremit.life slash give. I forgot for a second. <laughs> um, also, hey, would you, you know, if, if something doesn't make sense in the video and you're one of our regular viewers, would you help us out and write a comment below Please. and we'll interact with that? Or you just have something to share. It's always encouraging to us to get mm -hmm. your positive comments and feedback uh, if it also blessed you, would you please like it and share it? We've noticed that we get quite a few views, but we don't get as many likes and shares of this video. And we're not sure why. So let us know why too. Other than that, uh, we really do appreciate you guys so much. We love you. We hope you have a great day and God bless you.